Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. The letters of the Bible. Today we're in the letter of Romans that Paul wrote, and of course it was to the Romans, Roman believers. We're in chapter 13. Remember what the subject of Romans 13 is, so we understand who Paul is talking about. Let Every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Now, this word higher powers means governing powers. That's the word in the Greek. It doesn't mean religious powers or any of that nonsense, unless the religious people are the government. The higher powers. So Paul is talking about the government of wherever you live. So, Let every soul be subject unto the government, for there is no power. God didn't give any government the ability to be, but of God. So God chose it. The powers that be are ordained of God. That's today, then, and always. Even though some of the people in the power of the government, they don't do what they're supposed to do, That doesn't mean that the government itself is not of God. And it's interesting, the government of Rome at the time, which is what this book is written to, was was the power of the world, of the Roman world, and it was a huge place. And, uh, And so, what happened to the Roman government? At the time of this um, writings, the Roman government was in charge, but the Roman government fell. It sure did, because when God was ready to let it fall and let someone else take its place, then that's what happens. Okay? So, that's what we're talking about. Today we're going to pick it up in verse 6 of 13. I just wanted to go over who Paul was talking about. And of course, it's the government. All right? Now, verse 6, Paul is giving us instructions on how to, um, what we're supposed to do concerning the government. For, for this cause, pay ye tribute also. That's taxes. Okay? So you are to pay your taxes if the government requires it. So all of you Christians out there that aren't paying taxes because you say that you don't agree with the way the government spends their taxes, maybe they spend it on abortions or whatever other nonsense you come up with, that you're going against God, okay? So pay your taxes. 
as you're supposed to. Consider, I mean, con uh, continuing in the next part of that verse 6, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. So, for the government to function, it needs money. And so if the government is asking you for money for it to function, then you are to pay what the government asks you to pay. For, uh, for everybody, the American government asks us to pay taxes on gas. Sure enough. And the gas um, taxes, which is much more than anybody else makes on the gallon of gas, that money is given to the government, and the government decides to do whatever it wants to with that money. So if you um, buy, have a car and drive, you're paying your taxes to the government. If you play the lottery, you're paying your taxes to the government because they tax that. And it continues. Anything and everything you buy and eat, most of the time you have taxes on it. Pay your taxes. Verse 7. Render therefore to all their due. There you go. Tribute to whom tribute. So Paul's going to break it down for the Romans. Tribute to whom tribute, that means tax to whom tax, okay, the tax man, is due. Custom to whom custom, do what you're supposed to do in the country that you're in. Fear to whom fear, absolutely, you're supposed to fear, in America, for example, the police. They're the ones that keep control of the people who, all you have to do is look out at the world and see what's going on in America. And you have riots. When people go nuts and the law breaks down, meaning the people don't fear the police anymore, then guess what? Society breaks down. So, all of you that are Christians, remember that we are to fear the police. That's really to be our directors and overseers that we obey the law. So fear them so that you'll obey the law. See, that's the point. That's Paul's whole point on that. And what's the next one? Honor to whom honor. He's talking about the leaders of the government and in the president. Okay. In our case here in America, in the Roman case, it was the Roman leaders. You're supposed to honor your leaders, not put them down, not talk bad about them, not call them names, not speak evil of them. You're supposed to honor them. Like you're supposed to honor your mother and father, same thing. You may not agree with what they do or how they do things. That doesn't matter to God. It's the same thing about your mother and father. You may not like what they do or 
how they do things, but God still wants you to honor them. Same thing with your leader. Understand. You see here, Paul is letting us know that, guess what? We are supposed to do certain things as believers. And then Paul goes, so that's the end of the government part of chapter 13. So be a light to the world. Do what you're supposed to. Verse 8. Now we're going to get into some other things that Paul wants to tell us about. Owe no man anything. Okay, so what does that mean? It means don't buy on credit. Very simple. Owe no man anything. Because the Proverbs tell you um, the buyer or the, um, the lender is a slave to the person that gave you the money. Not the lender, but the lendee is the slave to the lender. Absolutely. Proverbs tell you that, so no credit. So Paul says, owe no man anything but to love one another. Do you love the brethren? Do you love the brethren? For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Why? Because if you love someone, then you're not going to break the law concerning them. For this thou shalt not commit adultery. So he's letting you know what you're not going to do. It's very simple. If you love someone, you're not going to commit adultery. You're not going to kill them. You're not going to steal. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not be a false witness. You won't talk against them falsely. Thou shalt not cover covet. You're not going to want what they have. Well, today in America, there's a lot of that um, jealousy and stuff. So that's love one another. See, real love. So guess what? If you supposedly love someone and you do these things to that person, then you don't love them. Sorry. So Paul's letting you know if you really love someone, this is how you will act. So if you act this way, then you really don't love that person. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So it's that simple. You're supposed to love people, treat people with respect, and care about them. Love worketh no ill. You understand? And this, of course, is not just for believers. This is for the worldly people, too. Okay? Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. So don't try to harm a person just because they're not a believer, just because you don't like them. You understand? Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Of course, because when you really love someone, then guess what? 
you're going to follow what God's law says. And that knowing the time that now is, it is high time to awake out of sleep. So Paul is now going to go into, you know, keep alert. Understand that you're going to be held accountable for what you do. And you never know what's going to happen. And stay alert. For now is our salvation nearer than we believe. So Paul's right. You know, their salvation meaning, um, and this of course proves to all of those once saved, always saved people, Paul knew that he wasn't saved, quote, yes. (laughs) You don't get saved when you believe. It's waiting for the time that you become pot officially and receive your immortal souls, which you do not receive when you believe or when you're baptized or any of that other stuff. And yes, that's right. Our salvation is nearer than when we believe. So you can take that verse and show people about once saved, always saved is an error. There's so many things in the Bible that show that. And Paul is letting us know, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. So you understand again, what is Paul saying? Cast off the works of darkness. Can a Christian do works of darkness? Yes, they can. Does God hold them accountable for it? Yes, he does. Sorry. Not one saved, always saved, not past, present, and future of sins covered under the blood. No, none of that applies. It's all doctrines of Satan. So, Paul continues and he says, let's not be workers of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. That means God is light. So, do as Jesus showed us to do. Do as Jesus showed us to do. Walk with God. Walk with God. He is light. So Paul continues, Let us walk honestly, which means properly, as in the day. So Paul's going to go in and he's going to explain again um, what not to do. Not in rioting or reverently um, in in drunkenness. So, of course, uh, does God want believers to be drunk? No. Does he want them getting into fights? No. Will they be held accountable for the drinking and drunking, being drunkness? And will they be held accountable for the fights? Yes. They're going to have to repent, means Stop doing it, because if they die, guess what? Those actions that are on their soul are on their soul when they die. Yes, they haven't repented of it. And Jesus' blood does not cover those sins. Remember that? So, that's why Paul is saying, don't act like that. Not in chambering and in wantonness, 
not in strife and in envying. So basically, stop attacking others, doing things against others, causing trouble for others. You know, that's not the light of the world. That's not the way a Christian is supposed to act. But what we are supposed to do, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. So, let's take a look at that. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. This word, or this phrase, put ye on, what it's talking about, the Greek word is in Hindu, Hindu, because again, another false doctrine. Um, they uh, they say um, that uh, concerning Jesus uh, is that Puji on is not talking about what they say it is. What it says is this word Indo. Indu means to invest in the sense of sinking into a garment be clothed with, endued, have on the Lord Jesus Christ, which means what? It means do what Jesus did. Follow Jesus. Have the mind of Christ. Jesus showed us what to do. Okay, so that's what Paul is talking about. He's talking about following Jesus, being like Jesus, putting on Jesus on you so that you act like Jesus acted. You see, that's what he's talking about. And make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So Paul's saying that what gets you in trouble in this world is thinking about the flesh, okay, and making provisions for the flesh, preparing yourself for the flesh. Don't worry about that. Do what Jesus did, okay? Do what Jesus did. Do it the way Jesus did. Jesus didn't do any of that stuff. Jesus didn't have a job, and Jesus didn't go and worry about where he's going to live, and Jesus didn't worry about what he was going to eat, and Jesus didn't worry about what he was going to wear, and Jesus didn't worry about where he was going to go or what he was go- how he was going to get there. Nothing. Jesus didn't worry about any of that stuff, okay? Including relationships, family, or any, he wasn't worried about getting married. He wasn't worried about having kids. He wasn't worried about any of that stuff. Okay? It's very simple. Do what Jesus did, which is the works of the kingdom. Now, is it a sin to work? Of course not. It's not a sin to work. But if you're working so much that you can't do the works of the kingdom, then you've put the world in front of God. You've made your work, the world, the money, the lust, the whatever it is that you're looking for with your money ahead of God. If you can't do your works for the kingdom because you work too much, then guess what? 
you are not doing what God wants you to do, even though you may think you are by having your jobs. So understand that. We're not to worry about this um, flesh world or getting things or any of that. And we're not to buy on credit. Okay? So that also, another thing I just want to add is that if you do have debt, you do have credit debt. If you do, pay it off. Get rid of it. Owe no man any And that completes the study of Romans chapter 13. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.